Hello and welcome to Las Buenas. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Mari. And today we're going to be talking about the injustices that have been happening to the black community. Correct. So just, I don't want to call it a disclaimer, but yeah, prefacing. This is a different from our previous... Typical format yeah. that we use. We're going to try to um, not, like... We're going to try and, and yes, because focus on our topic at hand. Exactly. Because we did want to use this platform to talk about these injustices that have been happening Definitely. to the black community and to spread African-Americans awareness. overall. Yeah, because I think that anyone should use their platform to spread the information about injustice, no matter how small or how big our platform is. Definitely important. So we wanted to talk about this and we wanted to spread awareness about it. And, um, and again, we just want to make sure yeah. that everybody knows that we definitely are allies yes and 100% and we stand with you we hear you we see you and um, we want to give somewhat of a voice and again definitely. we want to continue to educate ourselves and to learn about the subject because as two people definitely. who are racially white we will never feel and go definitely. through what the black community has gone through and any person of color and so um, we just want to give this time to just Definitely. go based facts. on facts and just to speak about the injustices that have been going through this Definitely. because so many voices have been silenced because of the color of their skin and as, as someone who has a platform um want to speak on them and use our privilege in a way that will benefit these communities definitely and so Again, we have so much room to grow and to educate ourselves on these topics. So if you guys have something you want to spread or to share with us, um, please do so in our emails and our Instagrams. Because we want to give this platform, no matter how big or how small it is, definitely for this um, protest and these topics. Because there's something that we stand for and we want everyone to have that basic human rights. And so, so that's something that sadly that's the black community is fighting for right now, which is not okay. And so we want to talk about that and shed light on that. And just, yeah. we want to be there be in the time. and supportive yeah. of the movement. We want to be there to help you guys and to support you guys. And so this podcast we're going to dedicate this to the injustices that have happened throughout history sadly to african americans definitely to shed light on how broken the system is because the system broke will never serve those it was designed not to definitely i agree i couldn't say it better I and agree. so we want to bring this and shed light on this so that the system could change and to serve the black community and the people of color as well as those who are already privileged yeah and so we want to make sure that everybody has a voice and has an opportunity and definitely like Cassandra said we are here to continue to educate ourselves so if there's anything that you guys feel we maybe um incorrectly identified or said maybe not so perfectly um do let us know we're open to the feedback and we're open to hear kind of if we messed up or made a mistake or something just let us know yeah 100 percent. Um, we're okay we're open to that and that's part of having these conversations um, mm -hmm. So one of the people that I felt was extremely important to bring up as somebody that has definitely been used and abused by anybody and everybody mm -hmm. um, that's systematically like screwed this woman over is Henrietta Lacks. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to bring her up because quite frankly, like she was part of the reason that we have a lot of our 
modern medicine to face a lot of disease yeah, and stuff. She's very important. Because of her. And, mm-hmm. like, she ne- she has hardly ever gotten any recognition. Has like, not- to this day, she, she has nothing. Yeah. Her family has received no compensation. She never received compensation. She didn't know she what didn't was... She didn't even know. Yeah, she didn't know what was going on. Um, I was... I thankfully had the opportunity to read this book for an English class, which I am so happy I did because it's very eye-opening yeah. to read a book about someone who history has hidden. Ignored. Like, completely. Not, yeah, not ignored. Because it wasn't, oh, they ignored That's her. That's true. They hid her. They hid any evidence of her, which is sad. You're right wrong, girl. Yeah. They, they like, straight. We're like, it's, nope, that yeah, happened. It's not ignoring someone. It's they hid denied her. Denied it. They, they denied it. it, and they hid her, and... They, it was something that they didn't want people to find out, which is they sad. Because her cells were used for so much research and has helped people mm-hmm. so much. And so, Mari will go on to the story yeah, about yeah. it. But I definitely recommend reading her story because it's such an amazing story about this woman. Yeah. And it goes beyond her and her life, but what her cells have done. Mm-hmm. And just because it's based off the color of her skin and the time period that she was in. And... Yeah. And it probably would have happened in this time period as well, which is sad. I mean, it would. It yeah. Would. It's just the injustices. So, again, I recommend reading her books and reading more books like that to, again, open your eyes to the injustices that have yeah. happened in the black community and to educate yourself. Again, this is what we're talking about when we say to educate ourselves. Yeah. And to try and try and understand Yeah. and learn. Not, I will, you know, we will obviously never fully... Feel. We will never it. go through that. So, I think... We have Learning to recognize that. It's mm-hmm. important and recognizing how to be an ally is the best thing we yeah. can do. Re- and also recognizing that you do have privilege as someone who is racially Definitely. white. Having that privilege, but also recognizing how you can help that privilege. And we don't that privilege just straight up like an economic privilege or anything like that. We it's just, just like a generic everyday privilege of being white. Mm-hmm. It's just the privilege of being white and being that skin color. And so once you recognize that it's important for you to realize what you could do with that privilege to help the black community and the community of people of color who are yeah. in fear. Because, yeah, we are less wet ass, but... Yeah. Nonetheless, we are very light-skinned, of course. Because so. also, remember, that, like for those of you who are listening, there's a difference between race and ethnicity. Yeah. So, we, yes, we're ethnically Hispanic mm-hmm. or Latinas, but we are racially white, so. Yeah. So, anywho, Miss Henrietta Lacks um, was a young woman. Um, overall, pretty healthy. She went into um, John Hopkins University, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, university, sorry, hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was having some vaginal bleeding. Which, unfortunately for women, that's something we deal with um, from time to time, and that can lead to further complications. So it's really important that you get um, healthcare early on. And um, at that time, she it was one of the only um, places that would treat poor African Americans, um, which is insane to me, but whatevs. Um, and so, anywho. Um, she was going through treatments and biopsies and they had, she had like this like tumor thing going on. Um, she received treatment for cervical cancer, um, and you know, all of that. And so her cells were actually retrieved in the biopsy by Dr. George Gaze, um, Gay, sorry. Um, and for years, um, he was, you know, a research person for the uh, cancer treatments and different cervical cancer treatments and stuff like that. Um, 
So she had some type of special cell, like a, they called it the Hela cell, Hela cell, something like that. And um, and it was studied for whatever its ex, uh, effects and the effects that the drugs and toxins would have on that. Um, and so it was utilized and it was ultimately used to um, generate a lot of like medications and treatments for different types of um, ailments that are still like used to this day. Um, and so that's pretty gnarly because like they never gave her any recognition for it, which yeah. is insane because like she literally did not knowingly provide these cells in this and quote also unquote, remember like, that in the healthcare the healthcare field there's all about consent and right none of her consent for any of the researches any of this none of that was none of it talked none to of her it. none of that was known for her mm -hmm. and it's also because during that time and during this time as well they don't give enough information about what's going on with you they just give you no. the most little basic thing yeah. like oh you got this wrong with you yeah so yeah so ultimately her cells led to research in like cancers um different types of cancer um aids the effects of radiation um and toxic toxic substances um it led to gene mapping um and tons of other stuff okay so overall like tons of stuff was done um, there are bajillions of patents on this HeLa cell. Um, however, she never got the recognition for it. And um, her family is kind of like, what the what? Like, why are you guys not, like, nobody's contacted us about this or whatever? But all, all of a sudden, in the 70s, her family started receiving phone calls. Yes. Um, asking for them to donate and their blood or whatever but they also self. didn't know at all and they didn't know yeah. but like that's what i'm saying like they didn't know and they were just contacted like hey like donate your essentially like your whatevs your cells your plasma your whatevs and like what the what like that's jacked up like they were using and abusing her and her family because they were of a low, lower socioeconomic, um, you know, class, and they were African American, and that's insane. Um, and so yeah, that is Miss Henrietta Lacks in a nutshell. And thank you yeah. to her and her family for, you yeah. know, what they have been able to do for medical field yes. without even knowing, and we appreciate them. And so that's another form of like. Injust abuse, yeah, and injustice, abuse and, abu abuse and injustice. Girl, that's and insane. Simply taking advantage of them, and that's something that's not okay. Definitely no. And she so died again, so young too. Yeah, we recommend for you guys to read the books and to. Well, she died because she also had cancer. She did have cancer. Yeah, but I'm saying she so, died hella young. Like, but we recommend you guys to read her books just to get more detailed explanations about that. We only mm -hmm. have a certain time period, but. We right. wanted to give a brief explanation because she's someone that people should look into. She was an important people figure. People should she learn is. about her and to see how much she helped in our history. What she actually, like I'm saying, yeah. like her stuff was studied for tons of medical yeah. things. Including but not limited to cancer treatments, AIDS treatments. Polio. The polio. Polio vaccine. 
I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. Dang, Gina. So the polio vaccine that you guys get when you're babies. That was Thank also you, Henrietta Thank Lacks. you to Henrietta Lacks, which her cells were known as HeLa cells. So if you ever heard of HeLa cells, that's her cells that she was never given credit for. Or her family was given yeah. credit. Like, they, like, nothing. Well, then none of them knew about it, but she wasn't given credit for it. But I'm saying, like, like, to this day. No compensation, nothing. Nothing compensation-wise, no? Mm-hmm. But Big Pharma is making money, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So it's, like, another Damn. injustice that we wanted to bring to light. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Educate us, Cassandra. Your turn. So, one that I wanted to bring up was from uh, 2014. Okay. And that was the shooting of Tawani Rice. Okay. Who was sadly passed away from brutality. Yeah. And this is again one of the main issues that's happening within the black community, which is the abuse of power with the police yeah. against the black community just for simply the color of their skin. Yeah. Which is something that is incorrect and something that the police should be held accountable for. I think, yeah, people need to be held accountable for their actions, yeah. definitely. And so... Regardless um, of your political yeah, like stance. That was a murder. Oh. I mean, yeah. flat out. Murder. I, don't, I don't see how you can deny that. But hey, that's just me. Yeah. Um, but... And a lot of other people. Yes. And so, basically, it happened in Cleveland. Alright, alright, alright. Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, so it happened in Cleveland. Um, he passed away November twenty second of two thousand and fourteen. Okay. And so what happened was that so Tamari Rice is obviously, or because we're talking about it in, within the subject, um, an African American yes. teenager. He was twelve. Tamari, so preteen. Yeah, preteen. He was a baby. Mhm. Tamari Rice was a twelve year old boy who was in the park damn yeah and so basically what happened was i guess and this is just a brief um summary of the case you guys can read articles and all of that about it but basically what happened was tamari rice was in uh the park okay and um he had a fake gun like a bb gun oh okay 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 and there i guess there was a caller that had called in and had also said within that same call that the BB gun could have been, the gun could have been fake. Okay. And also said that the person holding the gun looked as if they were juvenile. They, he like looked a like kid. a teenager. Like a kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so basically what happened with that is so the police then went and basically shot him right away. Like, they just marked him. Yeah. Like, right there. So, the police said that they had received it as a code one, which is, like, from the most urgency. Mm-hmm. And that they didn't know that it was fake, right? That's what which they're claiming. I call, yeah, bullpack. Okay, okay, okay. And so, basically, the officer said, one of the officers said, Shots fired, male down. And then another officer called from his radio saying, Black male, maybe 20, black revolver, black handgun buying him. That's not even close. Yeah. To any of that. So, basically, what I don't understand is how can you shoot someone who didn't shoot you in the first place? How can you shoot someone who didn't, when you didn't say, put your hands up, throw down the gun? Or, 
when you couldn't identify? Like, did you take the time to yeah. assess the situation appropriately? And while I, I hear that emotions can run high, I think like that's part of your job to ensure that you can maintain calm, cool, and collective during stressful times because it's literally what you're dealing with as an officer. And, yeah. you know, a, a preteen child with a toy gun should not be what causes so, you to freak yeah. out. Basically, the excuse for the police... That's important. The excuse that they used was that um, since it was a code one, supposedly, which is the highest of emergency, the officers took a shortcut that pointed their squad car mm-hmm. straight to the park, pulling up so close to Tamari... That it made it difficult to take cover or use verbal persuasion or mm-hmm. other tactics suggested by the department's use of force policy. So which automatically that means- made them made them to their words made them open fire. Oh. And so um That doesn't seem right. Like it seems yeah. like there should be like a level and and, and once again you sh- should be taught to maintain composure during Times like that. Later on, the police claimed that they had warned the boy to raise his hands three times. I think that's... I doubt it. I think that's why it's so important that they have their... The video cams. Their video cams. Yeah. Why because, can't... Why, why don't they? Why don't... I mean, some don't... I don't think all places have them, but I think that's critical. I think that's something that To a checks and balance exactly. system, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you said you warned him? Cool. Where How? is this? How? Yeah. Like, let's see it. Like... Where is the proof And of the that? sad thing is that it's not only their word. We can no longer ask Tamari, right? Sadly, may he rest in power. But... Yeah. It's like... And so that's why it's like, why don't... Why does... And the, he is not the first African-American who has gone through this, which is sad. And he's not the last, unfortunately. Yeah, and he was not the last. Like and it's like, after all these mistakes, yet nobody has learned. Nobody has listened. It seems silly. Like, yeah. to me, that they would... Just continue to it, it. The definition of insanity is making the same mistake over and over again, right? So, like, why are we going to continue to make the same mistake over and over? But and I over? think that again, you bring a good point with the whole checks and balances. It's like you have so much power. Do not. We can't let it. I mean, that's a lot of power to hold, right? Like, yes. An officer holds a ton of power, and I think they it's important essentially that it, hold the power of life and death. Everything. Yeah. And so it's like with that power comes someone who can yeah, put you back into your place. And if we don't have those white cans, we have nothing. Yeah, they don't have a body cam on them. Like how how yeah. how is that going to be verified? I think it's critical for everybody's protection to have those body cams yeah, and to exactly. have the body cam footage. I think it's it's important. Because I don't think Tamari would have not listened three times. Well, I just think, yeah, like that's illogical. And also, as someone who is twelve, that's scary. We've all been scared. Yeah, like we've all done stupid things. I don't think like, what he did think... was out of the ordinary yeah. for a twelve-year-old. I mean, how many twelve-year-olds hold BB guns? How many all the time? Twelve-year-olds exactly. play with toy guns. Like that's, I mean, that's neither here nor there. That's typical twelve-year-old behavior. You're at the park with a toy gun. Is it right or wrong? That's not for me to say. But I'm saying that's typical twelve-year-old behavior. And that's not out like... of the ordinary. They weren't even close enough to describe him correctly. That's the concerning part, which, which, which leads me to believe that they weren't. They weren't really yeah. paying attention. They weren't really. They just went and ins- opened shop. By yeah, it. they weren't really ensuring or assessing the situation and as a whole. Sadly, right? I think that if he was white, he would have been alive. They would have gone, checked it out, 
said, oh, it's fake. Hey, and little go whatever, on with your day. child. Is that real? Stop. Stop being a dummy. Go home. Yeah, that's it. And you're probably right. And no, honestly. He, Tamari wasn't even doing anything at that he point. Was he was just Yeah. Once again, not uncommon 12-year-old behavior. And you're so, at a park with a toy gun. That's really not uncommon. What happened afterwards was Tamari's 14-year-old sister had gone running minutes later. Um, oh, that's heartbreaking. And the white officers tackled her <gasps> to the ground. Oh. Put her in handcuffs. Um, and, and this is a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Just running to her brother's death. Okay. Okay. And when his mother went... Obviously, distraught from what has I happened, mean, being, this is this had happened right? to her son. They threatened her a lot to arrest her unless she calmed down. I'm just, I'm just curious. What but mother? When, but when other people are distraught and acting erratically, they calm. It's okay. It's okay. But for her, they're, you're gonna threaten her, and it's like. But her behavior, once again, her behavior is not inappropriate. It's not. It's something it's, that you expect because that I is mean, her child. Her children. Her children. Yeah, but it's like... You, you killed one and you got the other one in handcuffs. Exactly. And it's like, you expect her to be calm and then you threaten her. Like, that's... Any parent would be, like, freaking but out. But it's also, like, what is her... What is the... What does Tamari's 14-year-old sister have to threaten you with? Does she have a gun in her hand? Does true. she have a knife in her hand? What is Very she? True. She holds no threat to you. Literally not. Yeah, you arrested her. You tackled her to the ground. A, a 14 year old girl. You tackled her to the ground. That's not cool. What threat does she hold? That's crazy. The color of her skin was a threat to you? The fact that she was running to her dead brother? I don't think it was the fact that she was running to her dead brother. I think it was the fact that her color of her skin was different. Do you or think not. they would have tackled yeah, a 14 year old I, white girl? I don't think you're wrong. Do you think they would have threatened a fourteen-year-old mother? I mean, not fourteen-year-old mother. Fourteen-year-old mother would have been concerning. But do you, you think know, they would have threatened a white mother who had lost her no. son? No. I think. But it's different. Nobody, because of the color of her no, skin. nobody in his family acted inappropriately. From him being a twelve-year-old playing in a park, exactly. To his fourteen-year-old sister running to him, because Lord knows I would have done the same. To a mother, because yeah. Lord knows I would do the same. Like that's your, that's your baby. So within the dispatch, that's, that's rough, dude. Within the dispatch call, the police officer continuously says to send a medical medical service, emergency medical service. Okay, fine, but first you Yeah, immediately, have... right? But oh, then the uh, mother says... They messed that up. Oh. Yeah, so then Samaria, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Samaria Rice, the mother, had said that neither of the police officers, oh. which one was a rookie... Mind oh, you, no. did not check Tamari's vital signs or perform first aid in the minutes after he was shot. No, but the up. officer continued frantically to request an emergency medical team at least seven times, urging the dispatcher to step it up and to send medical workers. I mean, the dispatcher can only do so much. You should have been more put together as an officer. I'm saying, like, that's that's where critical training comes into place. Mm-hmm. This is completely inappropriate behavior and completely unacceptable. Um, you need to understand that your job is to maintain composure. And, you know, once again, I think everybody should be held liable for their actions. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I think checks and balances very important to be held accountable for your behaviors. So. And there's videos <gasps> and also... And Heavy. Sadly... Neither the policemen were arrested nor are in jail. 
They're not in trouble. They're not in trouble. They got away with not. it. Of course. And that's one of the most disgusting things. That's rough, dude. Like, imagine being that mother. Imagine being that family. And the entire community that's looking in on this and saying, like, okay, so it's okay for this injustice to happen. And it's also, and it's sad because it's like, member. imagine how many of them are thinking, like, how many people are thinking, like, oh, okay, this can happen to anybody. And am I not? How many individuals? Yeah. And that's sad. And are that's living with that concern, exactly that real life. That concern. the people who are supposed to protect you are the ones that are killing you off. Systematically, it sounds like that the people concerning. who are protecting you are the ones that can kill you and get away with it. The people who enforce the laws are the ones breaking the laws. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. It's scary. Rest in peace to him, and I'm yeah. Our condolences to his family. And the sad thing is that he horrible. is not the only one. He is not no. the first, and he is not the last. No, 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 no. What happened to that? Um, lady that was in her own apartment Brianna Taylor yes so uh, that's she was another in her own person damn apartment yeah, that he wanted her to bring business yes chilling and it was very recent yeah that one exactly. was very recent mm-hmm. and she was just you know in her own home and they yeah. broke into her home so basically it happened in Louisville Louisville Louisville, Louisville. um on March 13th right shortly after midnight um, While she was sleeping. Yeah, the police had a search warrant um, and used a battering ram to crash into the apartment of Brianna Taylor, a 26-year-old African-American emergency room technician. Damn. Mm-hmm. After a brief confrontation, it said that... Because you're panicking because yeah, people just launched themselves into your house. They fired, the policeman fired several shots, striking her at least eight times. Dude, why? Like, Why? Mm-hmm. And they had the wrong apartment the whole time. Yeah. They had the wrong apartment the whole time. And were any of them charged with a crime? Were any of those law enforcement officials charged with anything? Not that I'm So aware basically of. it says that the judge had issued this um, warrant allowing the police to search her residency because the police said they believed, believed, they didn't know, they believed that one of the two men had used her apartment to receive packages, some random. The Bruh, two men that were looking into, put a but it's like address on anything. the two men that they were looking into, not even her, supposedly used her address. Oh lord! So basically, the judge's order was a uh, what what is called the no knock warrant, which allowed police to enter without warning or without identifying themselves as law enforcement. Mm 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 mm. That's something fishy there. So basically what happened is that the policemen said that they only fired inside Miss Taylor's home after they were first fired upon by Kenneth Walker, who's Miss Taylor's boyfriend. Um, okay. Who was in bed with her. Yeah, you know what? I don't blame them. If that really did happen, which um, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, like, if somebody breaks into your home, I think... You're right to think like, oh, let me attack an attacker, because I don't know why they would come into my home. So, yeah. Anywho, and the issue with that is that later on, Mr. Walker was charged with attempted murder of a police officer, which is was dismissed later on this month. But why? Because he defended himself. Because they didn't even say that they supposedly they knocked. But again, there's no there's no video camera. There's no but body where cam. Where's the body cam, bro? So we don't doing know. Such an they can thing. lie to cover up. Oh yeah, we but we did knock. It was a no knock warrant. But, but we did walk. But not only that, it is the middle of the damn night. You think you got me twisted? If you think I'm gonna go answer the damn door in the middle of the night? 
your ass can wait until the morning because I don't see anything pressing. Now, if you're law enforcement and you're like, it's the police, open up. I'm going to panic and I'm going to call 911 and I'm going to be like, why are you guys at my door? But I'm not opening the door just like that. Like, that is scary. Yeah. But, I, once again, where is the body cam footage to prove what they said? That's the critical component that is missing. These people were chilling. She was chilling in yeah. her house. And so another in the thing middle with, of the night yeah. like a freaking human being. Another thing with that is, again, so they later on, not at the moment, they later wow. on claimed that they did knock and that they did say that they were That's law enforcement. To me. Which they said that was a lie. And then again, Mr. Walker, who was Miss Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. That's traumatizing. That is Is le- licensed to carry a gun. Yeah, I'm sure he's he's legal. And since he says that they did not identify themselves, he was firing off of self-defense yeah, because someone just rammed into your damn apartment without identifying yeah, themselves yeah. as law enforcement and just shot fire, open oh, fire love. right away. Who wouldn't freak exactly. out? And basically, the issue with this is that the lawyer that's defending the case has said that they had already located their main suspect. But still Which with, was who? They murked the lady. She yeah. wasn't even one of the suspects. And that they had, before they went into the apartment, they had already located the oh, suspect. And that they went in there disregarding human life. That's exactly what happened. Which is... And they should be tried for it, and they should yeah. be held responsible for their actions. But... It says that there was no body cameras from the rage, which I think if you're sending someone to a rage, there should be specifically. If you're raiding something, you should have body cameras. Yes. You never know what you're going to catch exactly. and what you're going to miss. So either way, even for the policeman or not, for the, the human being, a body Dude. camera. And, and That's insane. it says for now, at least the prosecutors have said they have dismissed the charges Ew. against Mr. Walker. So... We don't know what is going to you happen. Know they're just doing their yeah. dirtiness. Oh. Basically, it says that. That's unfortunate. Um, the FBI is now investigating the shooting, and that, Good. and the mayor called Miss Taylor's life tragic, and that there's new the policy police. requiring no-knock warrants to be endorsed by the police chief or someone designated by the chief before being sent to the judge for approval. Well, I don't and then after that, the mayor temporarily suspended all no-knock warrants. But I don't think they would have opened fire if it was... I mean, I just think that it's unfortunate. And I think that those individuals need to be held responsible for their actions. Exactly. And it's like... I think it's really important that we, that we identify that there is significant injustice going on. Yeah. And again, our condolences and our prayers to these families and to the community as a whole. Again, we stand with you, we hear you, we see you, and we want to continue to educate ourselves and we want to continue to discuss and learn from this topic so that we can stand with you and to help you with your um, the injustices that you face just based on the color of your skin. Yeah, and I think to end, it is the beginning of month yes I think it's important to identify some um, struggles that LGBTQQ African-Americans face um, as as a total like the community yeah so um, more than 1 million LGBTQ African-Americans currently living in the United States um, with approximately 3.7% of all African-American people identified as LGBTQ so 
there's uh, that percentage. And um, there was one where the economic insecurities. So 32% um, of children being raised by black same-sex couples live in poverty compared to 13% of children being raised in heterosexual black um, parents with heterosexual black parents and just 7% being raised by heterosexual white parents. So that's a huge disparity Yeah. Um, for the LGBTQ community. Um, and then, so that's pretty gnarly. So violent and harassment towards um, African-American LGBTQs is um, 1.3 times percent more likely to experience police violence than non-black counterparts. Um, and twice as likely to experience discrimination. Um, so I think that's that's super important yeah. to identify as well, especially given the yeah. current climate that we need to be mindful of our actions and how we treat everybody. Yeah, so again, we wanted to bring this on to light during yeah. this podcast because there is a protest going on because of the loss of the lives of all the African Americans who have yes. struggled with these injustices. Their lives will never get come back and which is sad back, and may they rest in power yes. um but these protests have arised especially after the murder again murder, murder. Yeah. of brianna taylor and george floyd yes and so we wanted to put it in our platform no matter how big or small because they deserve a An place to heard because so many of them have been silenced and we wanted to give this opportunity for you guys to yeah. listen and to do your own research there are so many there's so much more that we can yeah even, and sadly there are so yeah. many so many more lives that have been lost because of police brutality and because of people's skin color and so we've only covered the bear we've barely scraped the top barely taken and yeah. so we hope that you guys again we are still learning from this we if are. you guys have so much information you guys want to share with us Tell be us. sure to email us at lasguerrasramirez at gmail.com or slide through on our DMs at Las Guerras Ramirez. Yeah, because we do want to educate ourselves and we, we want to use our privilege in a way to give voices to those who yeah. are, are continuously, con continuously, <laughs> continuously silenced because Definitely. they deserve a place to speak so that they could be safe and that they don't have to fear their life because of the color of their skin. So again, um, to our fellow black community, we stand with you, we hear you, we see you, and we want to help you with anything that we can. Yeah. So um, in the description of this podcast, we'll be having petitions that you guys could yes, sign, um, links Places to donations, to donate, yeah. and also um, a YouTube link where you can watch a video in a way of donation. If you can't donate, you can watch this video and it will be a donation to the cause. Yeah. So please do anything you can. And then also if you want to protest, please protest, spread Safely. this awareness. Yes, please be safe. Remember COVID-19 is still going on. And also because Again, police are yeah. Police officers are still out and, and want to do tear gas and rubber yeah. bullets, which is so make sure not you okay. Protective eye gear. Yeah. So please be wear safe. Wear your mask. But, take hand sanitizer. Wear mm -hmm. your hair up. Do all of that just to just to maintain safety. Yeah. Um, so please be safe. But everybody's safe. Take care. Yeah. Um, we're do here. the best you can, and um, please look into the links that we put in yeah. the description below. Petitions. Sign any petition you can. It literally doesn't take that a lot it, you could sign yeah, 10 petitions within a yeah. minute or two just to get our Support, voices yeah. hurt 
any voice. And so, um, AOC please, is a big advocate for this. So thank yeah. you, girl. So sign petitions. Um, donate if you can. Watch the video if you can. Donate so it could be a way of donation. Yeah. And um, again, use your platform, no matter how big or how many followers you have. Talk with people in your family that are talking about these injustices lightly. Please stand yeah. up for injustice because again, if you are neutral in a situation of injustice, you have right then and there sided with the oppressor. Um, if you turn your face. If you turn the cheek to the other side while an injustice is happening, you write that in there saying it's okay, which is not something that we condone here. We want to bring injustice to the light and to bring justice to all of us, yeah. and especially the black community that is struggling so much right now. So please help. And, um, and in the great words of Malcolm X, this is how we'll leave you guys. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Okay, so thank Thanks. you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.